0: Welcome everybody and thanks for joining us on episode 75 of Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner and today we're discussing the topic, why can't I lose weight? Ultra processed foods. Ultra processed foods are often marketed as healthy, natural and organic. These words may describe the original ingredients, but they don't refer to the process of how the food was made. These foods go through multiple processes and contain many added ingredients. They're highly manipulated. Some examples of ultra-processed foods are soft drinks, chips, chocolate, candy, ice cream, sweetened breakfast cereals, packaged soups, chicken nuggets, hot dogs, and fries. Diets high in these foods may set off the immune system, causing inflammation, gut permeability, and a bacterial imbalance in the gut. These can negatively affect your immune system and cause weight gain. Eating ultra-processed foods, such as industrial oils and synthetic preservatives, make them softer and easier to chew and swallow, which may lead to eating a larger quantity of food at a quicker rate. This, in turn, leads to a higher caloric intake because of the lower amount of fiber and higher amounts of sugar, salt, and fat. Welcome, everybody, to Health Talk with Dr. Kel. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today is podcast number 75. Woo! All right. Yes. And we are doing Why Can't I Lose Weight? Ultra-processed foods. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kel.
1: Thank you, Nikki. Hi, everybody.
0: Uh, Before we get started, I wanted to do a couple of quotes. And the first one is, I would lose weight, but I hate losing. That's my unknown (laughs) And then the second one is binge excuse number 27. I only eat the entire bag of chips in one sitting, so I won't be tempted to eat the chips later.
1: I like that one. That was pretty much my philosophy as a kid. Oh, yeah, because you had the <laughs> chips and soda thing, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, that was. I, I'm surprised that I ever made it out of high school. <laughs> I mean, when you consider all the things we've shared and and all the studies done it's like the human body is amazing it can take so much abuse and just keep on going really can I've already warned my wife though told Ingrid that uh, I've changed things up but I hope it wasn't too late (laughs) because uh, I hope I'm not that guy uh, I've said I hope I'm not that guy sitting in a wheelchair slobbering on himself in the old old folks home uh, at at uh, 80 you know Say, I think
0: you're going to be okay, Dr. Kell. We,
1: we, we're trying. We're working on it. And, and the podcast is is helping me. And I think you said it's, it's helping you too. Uh, oh, yeah. They say teaching benefits the teacher more than anybody. So.
0: Mm, yes, it's so helpful. It's just reminders. It's like having little sticky notes that say, like, remember to do this. Remember to do that. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'd like to congratulate you on coming up with so many different Incredible, interesting, wonderful topics. And, I mean, 75 podcasts, that's like over a year and, what, a few months, a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Worth in, of, yeah. Yeah. Thank topics. You. Just Thank incredible. you. Incredible.
1: Yeah. In, in fact, we're going to take a break at 75, and we're going to uh, get all these 75 posted up, and uh, we're planning on the future to go uh, onto YouTube. And Instagram and, and other places, and uh, we're going to go live. You're going to see our faces if you want to, and Woohoo! we'll uh, continue on the podcast too in the future. But you could call it—I suppose you could call this season one, uh, one through seventy-five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very good. Moving um, on
0: to phase two after this.
1: Yes, that's our plan, everybody. So yes. look for us out there uh, on YouTube and other places.
0: Yeah. And
1: today, though, we're going to talk about. Uh, Something we've kind of talked about in the past, but since we're on the weight loss, why can't I lose weight uh, whole uh, idea and, and why it's so significant in society. We've mentioned this before. Uh, uh, the weight loss industry is is massive worldwide. It's almost $500 billion in the United States. It's, it's over $70 billion. Probably won't be long before it hits 100. So <laughs> we felt that this was just such a big issue, and it's so tied into our health and uh, our happiness in life that uh, we felt it important to do more podcasts on it and when we go online to where you can see our faces not so sure if that's going to be a good thing in my part but definitely (laughs) for Nikki uh, oh no (laughs) uh, but uh, you'll you'll get to uh, see us that way and our plans are to eventually make it interactive so you can call in and we'll discuss your questions with you, your health topics. And we're going to make those uh, YouTube programs focused in on weight and weight issues and health and tie it back into that since it's such a big, big topic for everyone.
0: Yeah.
1: So today, let's. Uh, there's an article called Cognitive Decline Linked to Ultra Processed Foods Study Finds. Mm. So we're basing it off of this uh, article here. Just going to read a few things out of the article and we'll more discuss it. Uh, eating ultra-processed foods for more than 20% of your daily calorie intake every day can set you on the road to cognitive decline. And what is cognitive decline, Nikki? We assume everyone understands that term, but that's basically makes you stupid. Uh, mm. a, st- a study mm-hmm. revealed, let's see, we all know eating ultra-processed foods can make our lives easier, such as packaged soups, sauces, frozen pizza, and ready-to-eat meals. It isn't good for our health, nor is gobbling up all the pleasure foods that we love so much. Hot dogs, sausages, burgers, french fries, sodas, cookies, cakes, candies, donuts, and ice cream, to name just a few. Ultra-processed foods now account for two-thirds of calories in the diets of children and teens. That's just so sad. Two-thirds. Now, we've mentioned, we think about it. Uh, They said 20% or more. So basically we're recommending your whole food diet should be 85 to 90% of your diet should be from that. So when you're counting those calories, when you're thinking about what you put in your mouth, the ultra processed foods should be maybe a snack here and there should not be a big thing, you know, or we've talked about in the past about when you're traveling, uh, you tend to eat out everywhere. It's just convenient. So you're doing this once in a while. Fine, uh, do what you need to do, but uh, don't make it a habit, a daily habit, because you're killing your brain along with the rest of your body. It makes me remember my grandmother, a health food fanatic for many years mm-hmm. of her life. And I think she didn't start that really until she was in her 40s. And then she became to the point to where we got, people didn't, you know, got frustrated being around her because she'd always remind you of the crappy food you were putting in your mouth. Uh-huh. And as kids, visiting her, it was difficult because. She didn't give us a lot of junk food, and, of course, we cook the candy all the time because uh, our parents, you know, they're eat whatever you want. Stop crying. Here you go. <laughs> you know, and once you've yeah. tasted sugar, it's, it's, it's clearly addictive. Sugar is addictive, and it, it it's, can be a huge addiction for everybody, and you set your kids off to that addiction when you start giving them everything sweet. The, uh, am I right, Nikki? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Studies have found they can raise our risk of obesity, heart and circulation problems, diabetes and cancer and inflammation is a big one. They set off because you're you're putting into your body foreign substances in those processed foods. And we'll talk a little bit about that. What is what is the big deal with a processed food? What's wrong with it? Why, mm. why is it such a problem? Why do we claim it has all these problems? Well, big one, preservatives. Preservatives are mostly... Things stuck into your body that are, your body doesn't want in there, and so it sets off your immune system, which creates inflammation. They also can be damaging to the microbiome, all those good bacteria in your gut. Your bad bacteria will feed on those bad substances as well and, and propagate and can overrun your system. Frying foods tends to destroy the nutrients in the foods, so you're not getting the good nutrients anymore. You tend to get bad fats. Uh, you're not you're, you're, the trans fats they talk about. Part of that is in you know a lot of the processed foods that they mention when they give that list, and sugar-filled foods. The uh, cakes, candies, the donuts, donuts, all all those things are top on the list of the top ten worst foods you can eat. I love ice cream. I do. I love ice cream, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I try to stay away from it because if I go and my favorite is Breyers, I'll give Breyers a tip. I, I think <laughs> Breyers vanilla's is the best vanilla ice cream out there and I just love it uh, but I can't buy it because if I buy it I'll I I could sit down and eat the whole half gallon I don't although it's said a half gallon anymore I know they keep making it smaller and, Yeah. Um, but I could eat the whole thing in 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 a you know an hour or two watching TV so I try to stay away from it the yeah. uh, other things the plastics plaque everything is wrapped in plastic stored in plastic those plastics are now showing more and more they're leaching into the foods and getting into your system those set off your immune system so yeah, any, any comments nikki yeah do you notice yeah. when you eat them feeling
0: yeah you just kind of feel sluggish you feel like puffy tired definitely tired yeah tired mm-hmm. fatigue yep a little foggy
1: a new study has revealed eating more old- processed foods can contribute to overall cognitive decline, including the areas of the brain involved in executive functioning—the ability to process information and make decisions—my uh, grandmother, as I started to talk about, but didn't finish that conversation, as she, uh, as her physically about 87, she was less able to take care of herself, and so my, I remember my uncle found a company. Paid them to prepare, have prepared meals for, take them over to her. She'd throw them in the microwave and eat them that way. And she was able to continue to live on her own for a while up until she was about 80, mid 89. And then she hmm. moved into a facility and died not long after she turned 90. But I tell you, after she started living off that processed food, her brain function declined quickly, very yeah. quickly, very quickly. So straight evidence that that stuff is bad for you. It says, men and women who ate the most ultra-processed foods had a 28% faster rate of global cognitive decline and a 25% faster rate of executive functioning decline compared with people who ate the least amount of overly processed food. A study done in 2022 by the Alzheimer's Association International, a San Diego group, went to Brazil, apparently over a 10-year period, 10,000 Brazilians. Half of the studies. Participants were women, white, or college-educated, while the average age was 51. Cognitive testing, which included immediate and delayed word recall, word recognition, and verbal fluency, were performed at the beginning and end of the study, and participants were asked about their diet. In Brazil, ultra-processed foods make up 25 to 30% of total calorie intake. We have McDonald's, Burger King, and we eat a lot of chocolate. And that's, that's not the good chocolate, not the dark chocolate. White bread. It's not very different, unfortunately, from many other Western countries, said uh, co-author Dr. Claudia Sumoto, an assistant professor in the Division of Genetics at the S- University of Sao Paulo Medical School. 58% of the calories consumed by United States civ- citizens are processed, 56% by British citizens, and 48% by Canadians. Yeah, so over half for the average person in America, over half their diet is processed food, wow. they, and we have some of the highest rates, along with the rest, the rest of the Western civilized world, of all these things: heart disease, cancer, two number one killers, diabetes. List goes on and on. Let's mm-hmm. see. Unprocessed foods are defined as industrial formulations of food substances, oils, fat, sugar, starch, and protein isolates that contain little or no whole foods, and typically include flavorings, colors, emulsifiers, which are thickeners, and other cosmetic additives, like we mentioned earlier, things like propylene glycol in previous podcasts. So you've got all this stuff in there that's damaging to your system. People who consume more than 20% of daily calories from processed foods had a 28% faster decline in global cognition and 25% faster decline in executive functioning compared to people who ate less than 20%. So there you go. Let's see. For a person who eats 20% calories, it would equal 400 or more calories for comparison. A small order of fries and a regular cheeseburger from McDonald's contains a total of 530 calories. So, you know, when you go to that restaurant and they show the calorie count of different foods up on the some of them do now they list the calories up there think about Mm -hmm. it how many calories you're taking in you know I think the average person in America probably easily eats 3,000 calories a day in fact the the Mm -hmm. average person will lose weight if they cut their calories down below 2,000 1,800 to 1,500 calories and taking it down to 1,000 to 1,200 will even typically for the average person drop even more weight quicker so yeah there you go. Think about those things a little bit more. Those in the study who ate the most ultra-processed foods were more likely to be younger, white. Uh, women had higher education and income, which is interesting. They they, mm. they went to school more. So see, when you think about the cognitive decline, it doesn't take place so much when you're younger, even when you're eating that stuff. It, But it doesn't help. I think I mentioned in a podcast that years ago I... I hadn't eaten most of the day. I had to go in and take this test, and I went and had a Mountain Dew. I tell you, I I ended up failing the test, and I know it was because of that. So it it just gave me nothing but brain fog. And even though I thought the caffeine might boost me up and help me to think better, it didn't. Mm -hmm. Hmm. These people were more likely to have never smoked and less likely to be current alcohol consumers. So even though they weren't smoking or drinking the alcohol... They were eating a lot of processed foods, which just, just did even more damage to their brain function. Sounds like me. Yeah.
0: No, no yeah. smoking,
1: no alcohol, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You, eating fa- you would fall into that category. The, yeah. Before, the, I mean. Yeah.
0: Just not knowing any better.
1: Yeah. And, and so that can cause cognitive decline. The, though I know you're still a very smart person, you may think about that. After you've eaten those processed foods, you may, for short periods of time, have more brain fog and more uh, mm-hmm. issues with your memory. And and it's not to say that all these issues are permanent; they may just cause temporary dysfunction. So if you're doing, if you're going to go do something important, like perform some activity, some sport, some mental type of activity, uh, like taking tests, or things, don't eat processed foods prior to those activities. You probably will find you'll perform. Worse when you do those things. Yeah, you know, junk out before you go to sleep. I guess so. At least you're sleeping when. You're... Uh, I was going to say that. Like, <laughs> but that's a I bad eat, thing too. After
0: I've done all my
1: important work, it. it's like a reward. reward yourself with junk food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> eh, don't do that. No, yes, yeah, I do stop not that. Do that. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Covered that article and just want to say it, it there's more and more evidence all the time out there that we're killing ourselves and it all relates back to money 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 advertising making money teaching us that all this stuff is okay when it's not yeah people you've got to think about what you're putting in your mouth unless you just don't care you know some people are like I don't care but guess what if you don't care it's probably because of the food you're eating <laughs> it's made you it's made you stupid not to care <laughs> And so if you're, if you're saying to yourself, I don't care, I'm you know big and fat and, and uncomfortable and I don't care. Well, you're that way because of the way you're eating and the, your lack of exercise and all that. Now, if you can honestly say, I'm happy, if you're really happy, if you're really happy that way, I, w- I want to question your claim because you can blame it on, okay, I'm overweight, I, I don't look well, I don't feel like I look well. Uh, Or you can be someone who says, I'm happy with myself. You can tell yourself these things, but my guess is if you're eating that way, you still have periods of depression. Are we going to say 100% of the time, every person out there, if they're eating a lot of processed foods, if they're living a poor Western diet, that they're going to be depressed and miserable? I'm sure there's some people out there that aren't. Uh, Why that is, that would have to relate back to your genetics, but mm-hmm. eventually, it's going to catch up with you. you. Again, you can get away with it through your adolescent years, your childhood years. For some reason, the body is so resilient, it's, it's able to uh, still function. I mean, I look back and go, how did my body and my brain even function in, during those years? However, I did not do that well in school. In, my grade, in grade school years, you know, I, I have a little dyslexia. And so I'm sure my diet amplified that and made it worse people stop feeding your kids all the junk let them whine and cry for a while they'll actually if you start feeding them properly and better they'll get over it they'll begin to lose that craving for all that junk food i know it's easier and i know it's just simple to just hand them something to shut them up
0: you know what's funny dr Cal? this morning um jake asked me what was for dinner tonight and i was like uh i don't know i haven't thought about it and he's like can i have salad
1: awesome. i was like <laughs>
0: Well, yes, I will go to the store and get salad.
1: Oh, that's awesome! So, so yeah. you're doing great. They're learning already, and I believe the younger generation, at least on some level, is beginning to take note. It's the the younger generation is hearing more in the news. They're listening to more things that tell them about all the crap that's being put into their bodies that's not good for them. A lot of them still don't care, but there's a certain percentage that beginning to learn and recognize, I want to use natural things. I want to use things like natural deodorants or organic deodorants. I want to eat natural yeah. and organic whole foods. I, I want to feel better. I want to be healthier. I want to have my brain work better. They're they're beginning to ignore the propaganda and recognize what's really important to find peace and happiness in this life. And health. being healthy is part of being happy, I think. I believe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Any final comments,
0: Nikki? I was just noticing all the different ultra-processed foods. I was trying to, like, think, like, processed versus ultra-processed. The ultra-processed are definitely linked to, like, inflammation everywhere throughout the body. So from the brain to the organs to, you know. um, There's other processed foods such as, like, breads and that kind of stuff that are maybe not as bad, but still you
1: want to limit. Well, and... A loaf of bread, I I definitely can say bread, I can't eat much bread because I will gain weight on bread because it's high in carbs, and Mm -hmm. obviously the the wheat breads and the grain breads are far better for you. I don't ever eat white bread anymore. Maybe once in a while if I'm traveling and I stop for a a hamburger, an In-N-Out burger, um, Mm -hmm. you know, seems to be so popular In-N-Out. Yeah. Um, I, I had my two grandkids yesterday and had a day with them when we went to the park and played. and. And had mm-hmm. a great time, but guess what they wanted to do when the playing was over? Can we go to In and Out? Uh-huh. And of course, trying to, I, sh- I should have said no, uh, uh-huh. but I didn't. I gave in, and so we went and had a hamburger and some fries at In and Out, and I felt like crap last night afterwards because uh-huh. <laughs> I just don't eat that stuff, right? I just don't eat that stuff anymore, and so yeah. and it's funny when you change your diet, change your food up. You go eat that stuff, you will notice a difference you will Mm. notice a difference. You'll you'll lose that craving. If you stay off the simple sugars, you'll eventually lose the craving for it. Those salads, like you're saying, Jake wanted salad. Those things start tasting good to you. The complex carbs in the good foods, everything from brown rice to grains and things like that, and, and eat fruits and vegetables, they have carbs in them, but they are naturally sweet. And if you, but if you eat a lot of sugar, you'll those don't taste so sweet to you anymore. But if you get off the simple sugars, and start mm-hmm. eating those things after after a week or two, they'll sweet. They'll taste sweet to you now. You know, you eat some grapes and berries and things like that. You're like, or apples or carrots or uh, you know even some vegetables. You know, like carrots and uh, you know putting the uh, beets. Not a lot of people will eat a raw beet. But raw <laughs> beads taste good. They're sweet. Uh, putting yeah. them in smoothies, etc. You'll gain a taste for these things if you eat them more consistently. And the, yeah. all the processed foods will start tasting like crap to you. And, and you'll feel crappy after you eat them, which will teach you even more that you just don't need those things or want those things. Stay out of the convenience stores. Stop for gas. Don't go inside. Yeah. They, uh, those would be things of my advice. After 75 podcasts, my advice to you is just stay away from the junk, eat healthy, exercise, keep a good mental state, do the breathing exercises daily, listen to all the podcasts that we've done so far, you'll improve your health and you'll improve not only the length of your life but the quality of your life.
0: You'll thank yourself.
1: (laughs) Very good, I like that Nikki. Well, thank yourself. That's great. Yes. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to us. We will see you in the future. Hopefully, uh, you'll see our faces and uh, continue to hear more from us.
0: Ta-da! Yay, you'll see our faces.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Whether
0: you want to or not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to show up. (laughs) So thanks, everybody, and thanks, Dr. Kelp, Professor Cal. It's been wonderful.
1: Thank you, Nikki. You've been a great host.
0: All right, and we look forward to seeing you all soon. (laughs) Yes,
1: take care, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: For questions or comments, please email us at healthtalkwithdrkell at gmail.com. That's d-r-k-e-l-l at gmail.com. You'll find the lowest prices on Standard Process whole food supplements at holistichealth.standardprocess.com. As always, we recommend you seek nutritional advice from a qualified healthcare professional before starting a supplement program. And for natural and organic health and hygiene products, see our sponsor's website at oceanbaynaturals.com.
2: While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts Podcasts and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling.